she? They speak about my mother as if she weren't there. Right in front of her, they say, Isn't she beautiful? Did you ever in your life? But this face in the mirror right now, people who think my mother is beautiful don't know this face. I know what my mother looks like without makeup. I know her real face. I know how beautiful she really is. She spreads two bobby pins with her teeth and pins her hair back. She dips three fingers in a large jar of ponds, then creams her face in a circular motion. She plucks four Kleenexes, frip, 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 and tissues off the ponds. Here she sometimes pauses, meets my eyes in the mirror, and says, Never let a man see you with cold cream on your face. She disposes of remaining shininess using tonic shaken onto a coat. Her face is bare, the smooth, sleeping face I kiss before leaving for school. Her poreless skin, stretched tight in flat planes, no matter what time of year it is, looks tan. She dabs on moisturizer and smooths it in. From the right-hand drawer, she extracts a white plastic box of Max Factor pancake makeup. Its contents are the color of a Band-Aid and smell like an attic. Sometimes she calls pancake her base. Sometimes it's my foundation. She unscrews the lid and rubs a moist sponge into the color. She makes five smears with the sponge. Center of the forehead, both cheeks, tip of nose, chin. Then she begins the work of evening it out, concentrating to make sure the color reaches her hairline and under her chin and that part of the nose dab is used to lighten the inside corners of her eyes. She is satisfied when her face is all one color, including her lips. This is the moment she stops looking like my mother. This is when her face is reduced to two eyes and two nostrils. It is as flat as the rink at Rockefeller Center. This is when I swear, I will never, ever wear makeup, Ma. You'll change your tune, she says. I won't. She laughs. We'll see. She slips her base back in the drawer and flips the lid on her cream rouge. She dots her cheekbones and feathers the color. Opening her compact, she pats on powder, focusing on her nose. She inspects herself from all angles. She taps on pale blue eyeshadow with her pinky. Her red mascara box slides open, revealing a black cake and miniature toothbrush. She swirls the brush in a shot glass filled with water then rubs it against the cake. Holding the brush to her lashes, she blinks against it, upper lids first. She freshens her eyebrows with the brush, shaping them and making sure no powder lurks in the hairs. Then it is time for the eyelash curler. The bottom half looks like the grip of scissors. The working end is an eyelash guillotine. She brings the curler up to an eye. She rearranges her lipless mouth into a black O. If she blinks or sneezes while curling her eyelashes, the eyelash curler will pull them out. Her eyes will be bald. She leans so close to the mirror it mists. She opens her eyes wide, angling her lashes into the vise. Don't bump me, she warns. We hold our breaths. She clamps down, setting the lashes. We exhale when she releases them and moves to the other eye. Now she sits back a bit. She analyzes her work. My mother has painted a portrait of her face on top of her face. My mother is a painting. She takes the pins out of her hair and drops them in the pin drawer. She shakes her blondish hair out and fluffs her fingers through it. If it is Saturday, 
There's a chance her nails haven't chipped yet. She gets them done Fridays for the weekend, and even though she is careful, sometimes they chip. When that happens, she blurts a woeful, darn, and it breaks my heart. Finally, she is ready to apply her lipstick. The only color she wears, Elizabeth Arden's sky blue pink. Stretching a smile, my mother paints her lips back on. She mashes them together, then blots them on a folded tissue. (laughs) She reapplies the sky blue pink, blotting one last time. If you blot twice, she instructs, you can eat a frankfurter and your lipstick still won't come off. Once her lips pass inspection, she is ready to ask me to leave her room. Audrey does not wish to be seen getting dressed. She does not wish to be seen in her underthings. I have seen her in a bathing suit at the beach, and once by accident, in a full slip while waiting for her at the dressmaker's.